Welcome to Astrolace, a podcast made to explore the universe and your place in it, launching in 3, 2, 1. Hello everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to my frequency and joining me once again. I'm your host Lacey Payton and you guessed it, you are on Astrolace, the podcast made to explore the universe and your place in it. So I wanted to start off with the current astrology for today. We have the sun in Cancer, like it has been for a while now, it's at 17 degrees. Yesterday it was at 16 degrees, which I thought was just beautiful because that makes it in numerology a seven. And we had our July 7th, the seventh, seventh day, spiritual day to begin with anyways. <coughs> Excuse me, I just ate some almonds. I swear I don't have any sort of like illness going on inside of me. You know how the little like almond shells get stuck. Anyways, so the sun is in Cancer. (laughs) I have been battling the yard work, uh, the maintenance people all day in my apartments because they keep coming by my window and either mowing the grass or hemming, hedging the bushes. I don't know what this shit is called. I don't do it. They do it. Thank you guys. I appreciate you. I really appreciate not having to do it out there. But you guys are supposed to come on Thursday, and um, it's Wednesday, so I wanted to record all day. I keep sitting down to record, and then they keep coming back. So if you hear them, I apologize. I hope they'll be gone soon. The sun is in Cancer, like I said. It's at 17 degrees, which boils down to an 8. An 8 in numerology is going to be a sign of success. So I'm hoping today you guys have felt very abundant and prosperous and also i hope that you guys are feeling a lot better being on the other side of this gateway that we had with that capricorn lunar eclipse on july 4th we still feel kind of the energy because the moon is about 90 percent right now so it's not in capricorn it's now in aquarius but we still feel the energy we're just on the other side of that portal or gateway that eclipses are known to bring eclipses are known to bring accelerated energy they're going to bring lots of shifts and changes emotions to the surface and if you guys didn't see the moon on july 4th like i am so sorry it was beautiful it was a lunar eclipse we could see it here in california where i'm at because the horizon the moon was underneath it so we still we still could see the moon and it was gorgeous in all its beauty i um was honestly shrooming balls that night so we won't we won't talk about that we'll talk about that another time but the fireworks everything amazing We have the moon just entering into Pisces at one degrees, and my moon is in Pisces, so that's probably why I've been stuck daydreaming all day long. I have been just having questions and pondering things inside my head, and then I start researching that, and then that'll lead me to another question, and then I'll start researching that. So actually what I got into a lot today was messages from Pleiadians that people have channeled from them. And actually, I'm going to share with you guys a quote from the channeling lady. I think her name was Pamela. Shit. 
I should really look up her name. I will put it in the comments because she deserves credit. Her work is amazing. She really just channels and tunes into legit aliens. And if you are resonating with the Pleiadians or Atlanteans or anything like that, you're probably like me and you probably resonate with it because you came from them or are from the star, the seven sisters star system. So this is the quote. And I, and I quote from the Pleiadians, It's almost like you always want all the pieces in place. But the fun of life is that the pieces are never all in place. They're all floating around in the air. There are all so many possibilities. We want you to dream up all possibilities. You don't have big enough dreams. The people who have been most influential on your planet have been those with the highest dreams, the ones who have not let go of those dreams, the ones who are willing to go beyond what looks possible and go for the impossible. So many of you need to begin to do and be the impossible. That really just resonated with me. I, I had to write it down. I made a new book just full of blank pages that I can write down quotes from people and remember them. Oh, that's my husband coming home. And I'm back. Alright, so that book, I leave it in my living room now so that whoever comes over, if you have some words of wisdom, you can write them down and people can sift through the book later and gain some knowledge. The first day that I left it out in my living room, my husband actually wrote down a quote and it made me so happy. Um, the quote is from a TV show. Uh, I cannot remember. I don't even think he told me which TV show because he was a little embarrassed or something. It has something to do with nuns. I'm not going to lie. But it says, this is a quote, and I quote, Religion is based upon that which cannot be proven, for without religion, there is no manipulation. Without manipulation, there is no fear, and without fear, there is no power. Yeah, marinate on that. Oh, this is a good one. It says, every man takes the limits of his own field of vision and mistakes it for the limits of the world. And that is by Mr. Schopenhauer. I don't know who that is, but he said it. Every man takes the limits of his own field of vision and mistakes it for the limits of the world. Basically, there are no limits in this world. It's leading back to the first quote that I talked about where all of the possibilities are just floating up in the air and there's no set in stone of what's going to happen. It's up to you to make that happen. You need to be creative, dream big, and those pieces will fall into place. The universe and God is going to help you bring those pieces to place, but you got to think about it. Don't let the pieces just fall in place. It's like a video game, you know, every screen is brought to you as you need to turn a corner. You don't really see where you're going. So if you just keep going through life on autopilot, the pieces are going to end up falling in place because you're going to need to turn that corner and go. But what you can do is actually decide how they're going to fall in place. And in order to do that, you have to have big dreams. Hold on to those dreams and don't think that anything is impossible. If you do find a that you think something is impossible, that is your own limiting belief. You think it's made by the world, but it's really made by you. So back to some astrology. <clears throat> ah, yes. So the moon is in Pisces. We still have five planets that are 
appearing to go backwards in the sky from our line of sight on Earth, i.e. or aka going retro. They're going retrograde. We got, we got, let's see here. Hold on. Let me go to the chart. Mercury is retrograde, Jupiter, Saturn, Neptune, Pluto, and soon we'll have the Chiron wounded healer going backwards as well. And that'll happen on July 11th. This is nothing to be really afraid of or anything. Chiron going backwards is actually probably going to be more beneficial. It's going to help us to tap into any power that we've gained or if you haven't yet you can now tap into this power of any wounds that you've been through in the past so maybe before you're like whoa why is me but now you're like hey i've been through this shit i can do anything so you're gonna be able to tap into that strength you're gonna be able to be the wounded healer and you're gonna be able to heal yourself as well as others so july 11th take that time to maybe do like a chakra self-cleansing a self-meditation or anything that you find cleanses your soul and makes you feel really good as for the other planets appearing to go backwards they are just going through a little transition period a little energy shift they need to kind of take a step out of their normal day-to-day -day routine in the way that they're always doing things and look at how they're functioning so that they can make appropriate changes once they start to move forward again just like any retrograde so we have mercury which is ruling our mind communication maybe we're having new ways of communicating with our loved ones we also have uh, Jupiter and Saturn. Jupiter is going to be like our expandance, the way we find abundance and also our luck. So we might be changing the way that we appreciate our abundance or feel abundant. And then Saturn, our social structures, uh, karma, anything that has to do with rules, regulation, big businesses, that has some reconstructing to do, reconfigurations to do. And Neptune is also going backwards, which Neptune has to do with our anything subconscious. So maybe our subconscious thoughts are shifting while we're sleeping and we don't even know it. If you are asking for an energetic upgrade, this is actually a really good time to do that because your subconscious mind is being brought more consciously during Neptune retrograde. We have Pluto going retrograde, which is going to be all about death and transformation and changes. So maybe the changes that are occurring in the world, because, you know, Pluto is a, an outside planet, we can't see it from our naked eye on Earth. It's going to be controlling things on a very global scale. So things that are needing reconstruction and needing to be taken down and, and rebuilt, that's going to be happening right now and is this all bad well that depends on the person it really depends on how you take it if you are not wanting to change the way of doing things and you want to stick with the old ways yeah it's going to be really shitty for you because nothing's ever going to be the same but if you're willing to make necessary changes and go with the flow and raise your vibration along with this vibrational shift that the earth is going through then you're going to be able to make it out okay so what i wanted to focus on in this episode was pluto and jupiter They've been in a conjunction cycle, which means that they've been meeting up together in the sky. They're not close together because they are very fucking far apart, but it looks like they're really close from our view on Earth, which is everything astrology is about. It's just our view from Earth. So they look like they're meeting up. They are right in front of each other in the sky because they're at the same degree. 
And when they do this, it's kind of like they're having a conversation. They're talking about what changes need to be made. They're talking about what kind of shifts are going to expand the universe in the best way possible. So what kind of things do you think that Pluto and Jupiter would be talking about? Well, astrologers and myself think it has to do with abundance in the global financial markets. So this is why you'll hear a lot of astrologers talking about economic shifts, things happening later in the year around November 12th. That's going to be the last time Jupiter and Pluto meet in this year and they're expecting a lot of changes to happen around that time. The first time Pluto and Jupiter met, it was April 4th and they met up again on July 29th. I'm sorry, June 29th. And this was just part of their conjunction cycle. It's rare that this happens. It only happens every 12 to 13 years. That's why it's kind of more of an impact on our financial market because we don't see this conjunction all the time. Things that we've seen in the economy so far is so many people going on unemployment. And is this a bad thing? Who fucking knows? What I really hope is that there's going to be this paradigm shift in the way that money is being given and received to where people don't have to go to their jobs as much. Or even if they are working, they don't have to actually be there. They can do it from home. We don't have to spend so much time away from our loved ones and allowing others to soak up all of our energy because when we're not able to keep our aura strong, we're not able to do our part in raising the earth's vibration. So I really think this shift is going to help us by reconstructing the way that money is given to people so that everyone can kind of grow on a spiritual level. I that makes sense. Not only are these two planets meeting up in the sky together, but they're meeting up and moving backwards. So they're having all sorts of ideas for radical reorientation in consciousness and activity. Okay, so going back to what I was saying in the beginning about all the puzzle pieces just floating up in the air and it being up to you to dream up how they're going to land. While we're going through these energetic shifts, it's a really good time to think about what you would like to receive more of in your life? Do you embody or give what you want to attract? These are the kind of changes that these two planets meeting up are going to affect and that you can help make the pieces land so that you can have more abundance. You can embody the way that you want to give and receive love, money, any sort of abundance. I also wanted to leave you guys with some random facts about Jupiter retrograde and Pluto retrograde because those are the ones that are conjuncting, which is a rare occurrence. The actual planets moving backwards isn't as rare. Jupiter will go backwards about 121 days every 13 months, so that's like one third of the time it's going backwards. While it's going backwards, you want to look at which house it's transiting because that's going to be the area where we'll see detours and course corrections in all matters that Jupiter rules. And it's currently transiting through the fourth house in the sign of Capricorn. So the sign is going to be kind of how the house is going to be the area and areas of life you see this occur. So in the fourth house, that's going to be having to do with like your home life, nurturing energy, and any family ties. And then the how Capricorn is going to be with work and rules and regulations. So 
having that connection is going to show that the Jupiter retrograde, so expansion and luck is going to be having a shift in the home life and your work. So have you experienced any shifts in your home life and work recently since we've been through these Jupiter retrogrades? because I definitely have. I mean, I could also note that Jupiter is not the most comfortable in Capricorn. It's kind of where this planet feels the most restriction. This is known as a fall in astrology, but it is in the fourth house, which is ruled by Cancer, and Jupiter is exalted in Cancer, and it feels really comfy there, so don't be too hunched up and bunched up about where the planets are and what they're doing. It's not like they're totally ruling our lives. We have a hundred percent freedom as humans on earth. Our consciousness has free will and the planets know that we are all working in a system together. It makes a lot more sense if you think of the solar system just as our body system, okay? So we have a whole bunch of cells and they all have different jobs and different things that they're doing, but they're coming together to make tissues and those tissues are coming together to make organs and then those organs are being held together by other tissues and it all comes together to make a human body. All the cells have different jobs, they're doing different things, just like the planets are ruling different areas of our lives and ruling different areas, but they all come together in one system. Okay, so if that human body system is designed in a certain way, you might be inclined to do different things. People born with different features are going to be more inclined to do different things. It doesn't mean that they are strictly supposed to do that thing for the rest of their life just because they're born with long legs, they have to play basketball, but it might mean that they have an inclination for basketball and they might be really good at it. This is the same way that your planets are in your birth chart. So you might have more of an inclination to be more outspoken or be more shy depending on where your sun is at in your chart. However, However, you can overcome anything. The planets don't rule us. We have free will. Our body systems are auto-regulatory for us. However, that doesn't rule our systems. We can still choose to go to sleep when we want. We can still choose to eat when we want, even though we have this system that tells us when we're hungry. Does that make sense? Basically, what I'm saying is that Take everything I say with a grain of salt. It's not like whatever the planets are doing is what you are experiencing and that is that. That's not it at all. It's just what things are going to be more inclined to come up. If you're experiencing things that are a little strange, you can always look to the stars and go, ah, I knew I wasn't crazy. That is what's going on. I am feeling more inclined to be emotional or more inclined to talk to this person or that's why this person was brought up in my head. Anything like that, that's what you want to look at the stars for, but you don't want to hold on to it so tightly and rely on it so much. Okay, and that being said, we can move into random facts about Pluto retrograde because it is evil. No, I'm just kidding. It's okay, Pluto, death, transformation, but also rebirth. Mm, beautiful. Pluto went retrograde on April 25th, and it will continue to go backwards until October 4th, giving it a total of five to six months or 150 days in retrograde this year, as it does go retrograde about once a year going backwards about 40% of the time. This isn't very new energy, it's not something that's very traumatic for us, so 
get all your panties out of a bunch it's okay actually you probably have one of these planets going retrograde on your birth chart have you ever looked that up if there's a little tiny lowercase r next to the planet on your birth chart that means that it was moving backwards when you were born and you're probably more used to this energy than anybody else and the reason i said that you probably do is because the outer planets are retrograde about 40 percent of the time so most people have at least one of them retrograde in their birth chart Ooh, I just thought of something. I have like five people's birth charts printed out in front of me, so I'm gonna go through and see how many of their planets, their outer planets were retrograde when they were born. So I got one example here. He's got Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto all retrograde when he was born, okay? So there's one. Uh, this other person has just jupiter retrograde when they were born i have saturn retrograde when i was born i also have mercury retrograde and yeah those are my two retrograde planets when i was born so i'm not triggered by mercury retrograde as much and i think that's why i kind of have a different way of communicating than other people and i'm just gonna say that's why i don't text back really really fast so if you are listening to this that is totally why disclaimer i don't reply very good and well with people is because my mercury was retrograde we're just gonna say that <clears throat> moving on to the next person they have saturn uranus and neptune all retrograde this girl has oh none of her outer planets are retrograde this girl is special though she's she's an earth angel uh christine if you're listening to this you are an earth angel I love you. Okay, Maddie. Maddie has, um, this is going to be a little harder to read because I cut out a little portion that shows me. Her Neptune and Uranus were retrograde and her Pluto was retrograde and her Jupiter was retrograde. So as you can see, this isn't a very rare occurrence to feel that type of energy. And shout out, shout out to Mads real quick. Maddie, you're my best friend. You got Mercury retrograde too. That's probably why the fuck we're best friends. I just want to say that. Also, this chick graduated from Humboldt fucking University and she can legit, she does research projects out in the woods where she goes and collects samples and works for these like really important people and doing all of this really important thing and doing speeches. I can't even really speak on it because I am so far back. I mean, I have a bachelor's in health and wellness, but this girl can identify any type of species outside so any leaf tree whatever is out there she knows it not to mention her amazing art skills you should definitely go check out her art i will put a link to her instagram so that you can go check out her art because it's really good and it's really cool we met at sierra college and she just like sat right next to me in class and i saw she had rasta colored toenails and i was like oh yeah this this chick that we're gonna be friends and we used to just smoke with each other like every day before class after that she is my gemini she has a leo moon and she's a rising capricorn she just embodies 
everything of hard work and dedication that a Capricorn would and then her Leo moon man her emotions she's just there for you and she's also just like has this natural way of gaining the center of attention like she doesn't ask for it at all like a Leo would on the outside but it's on the inside it's like her spirit screams give me attention because it's just so magical and it sparkles and people can see that and then her Gemini sun is just it makes her so much fun to be around I can talk about any ideas with her because it just flows through her head so simply and we just I don't know I just love this girl all right now that I've gone off on my last and final tangent I'll circle it back to the planets Pluto and Jupiter and their alignment you're probably wondering hmm what areas has this been affecting me well you can tune in to my next episode i'm going to be doing a tarot reading for you guys and i've had my smoky quartz sitting on this deck all night with the intention to have the message pulled for you guys it'll be a pick a card so make sure you tune into that episode to hear your message that's all for this episode i'm so glad you're able to join me and i can't wait to meet with you guys next time until then 